Yes, today I'm joined by Emmy Award-winning NBA TV host. Well, you know what? I'll let him introduce himself. He can do it like no other. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you are now rocking with the best, world-renowned, internationally known, and, of course, locally accepted. Roe Parrish is in the building. What's good? What's going on, bro? Always good to talk to you. Thanks for doing me again. Uh, no, it's not, it's not a problem. Nothing wrong with talking a little hoop, you know. Yes, sir. Bro, let's talk about this All-Star Weekend from the door. This is one of the best All-Star Weekends minus the dunk contest. They had, <laughs> they had, they had the verses. The verses was crazy with AI and Tracy McGrady. I loved, I loved that Tusky added to the weekend. Yeah, you know, it's always about the culture at the end of the day when it comes down to it, and, and we know yeah. how much, you know, the game of basketball and, and the culture in general influence each other and, and piggyback <laughs> off one another. So yes. for them to take the verses, you know, shouts out to Timberland and Swiss for, you know, really taking that to a whole nother level, taking the right. essence of hip hop, which is the spirit. You know, hip hop, part of hip hop is based off the spirit of competition and machismo and saying, you yeah. know, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're nice with it, but I'm nicer than you and I'm about to show you whether right, it's right. being an MC, whether it's being a DJ, if you're, you know, if you're a breaker or, you know, you're a graffiti artist, all the elements of hip-hop, it's all about who is best. Let me show you why I'm better than you. Right. You know, and, and let the people decide. So, you know, to, to, to push that forward and to bring that to, you know, a basketball space with AI and T-Mac, um, you know, I thought that was dope. I, I, I would have preferred a different matchup, you know, right. but, I, you know, they for, for whatever reason they chose those two. Like, you know, if you had a, you know – if if we had Vince versus T Mac, oh, you know yes. two 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 wing players that have you know somewhat of you know a, a connection, you know yeah. I love AI. I, I'm rolling with AI all day and anything, so I don't even know who we would put in a category with him. Right. Um, but I, I, that's the, that's the only thing I would have liked to see just a different matchup. I didn't think the matchup really um, you know fit, but you know right. what, it worked. You know, yeah. Shaq was there. Shouts out to Taylor Rook. Shouts out to Joey Crack, yeah. and um, you know everybody that was involved. BJ Envy. Um, it was it was dope. Bleacher Report did a great job. <laughs> Definitely. Oh yeah, Chris McGrady and Vince Carter. That'd have been crazy. Two both two two rim players. I, you know, I mean, Vince would have got him, but because Chris McGrady left out his um dunk on Sean Bradley for respectful reasons. If he was put that in there, that might have shut down everything when he came baseline. Yeah. That yeah, I was, would it. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked that, that, that he left that, um, you know, off of his list. That, that right. was a little surprising. But, you know, hey, he made his selections himself. Yeah. I was actually there at that game when I was working for the Mavericks back in the day. Um, wow. And that was, one, that was one of those times when, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's rare when the home team shows a replay of the visiting team, but they didn't have no choice but to show that one. I mean, you know. <laughs> that, was, that was nasty, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, the all-star game, Steph, Steph Curry's one of one. 50 points was 16 threes. This boy is on another planet, as LeBron said. Like, it's, it's crazy, and he does it. He shoots so well, we expect the ball to go in when he shoots it, no and matter where he shoots it from. Curry is a one of one. That means none before it, none to come. He is the yes. goat of the three-point stroke. You know, SC beat to three with key beat to lock. Steph Curry is my favorite player. I told him that personally when we were on the floor at the practice. Yeah. Um, you know, I have a group of <clears throat> a group of players that I that I rock with, but you know, Steph man from 
obviously the way he shoots, but then on top of that, the way he approaches the game, you know, he doesn't, he always gives you a show. He's a showman. You know, he puts in the work and then, you know, the, the kids love him and respect him as well as the adults. And, you know, he's just one of the best, you know, overall people for the game yeah. of basketball. Yeah, his his muscle memory is crazy. He's one of the few players that can shoot the ball and know what's going in and turn around before he leaves his hand. Everybody can right. – people can hold their stroke, but he, he generally can turn around like, I know that's good. I don't got to watch. Right. It's right. crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and he's obviously taking that to another level. I would be I would be remiss if I didn't shout out Jamal Crawford, who was – literally the first person in the league that was taking those shots and then turning around before they dropped. So he was the originator. Yeah. Shouts out to Jay Crossover doing big things right now. We've had him uh, on Turner Sports for the yeah. past couple of days, and it's been yeah. great to have him in there. He's a natural <clears throat> on TV. Definitely. And it's for you, how is All-Star Weekend for you personally? You put us to work over the All-Star Weekend and not just watch some games. Yeah, I mean, All-Star is always different when you're working it. So this this All-Star was unique for me because I didn't have a ton of All-Star responsibilities. My main All-Star responsibility was a program that we did called Hoops and Harmony, which, you know, as we started the conversation, talking about how music and the game of basketball, you know, are just interwoven together. We did an hour program, and we featured – uh, a number of prominent NBA DJs. We had legends like, you know, the iconic DJ Jazzy Jeff. Right. He was featured. Um, the, the biggest in the game, Joey Crack, was on there. Uh, Shaq came through. Me and him had a had a mid freestyle battle, and right. you know it was it, it was cool. You know, we had a, a couple of um, you know great features in there, but that was yeah. my main focus. We shot that at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Shout out to the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for opening their doors and allowing us to come in. Yes. Um, so, so that was that was the big part. That was a big project. We got it done. Everybody was happy. And right. then, then I covered the practice, and you know, got to talk to LeBron. Got to talk, right. talk to to um to who else? I talked to the process. Talked to pretty right. much every every All Star. You know, minus um you know, Spider Mitchell wasn't there. You know, he right. was, he was sick. Um, right. But for the most part, I had a good conversation with everybody. Shouts out John Morant because he might be the first player that I've ever seen with the iced out top and bottom grill on the NBA floor in practice. So, Crazy. Uh, yeah, John, John Morant, he is he's the truth, my man. He's the truth. Yeah, he and the Swiss game is a whole other level this season. He is. Yeah. He, he acting up on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else can you say about John Morant? I mean, he has yes, five – of the top seven scoring performances in franchise history, the first Memphis Grizzly player to go for 50. You know, he goes yeah. for 40. He, he, goes, he sets career highs and franchise highs in back-to-back games, goes to UC, the house that MJ built, says he saw, yeah. you know, MJ on, 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 the, on the screen, and that motivated, motivated right. him to, to go off and then playing against the Spurs at home. He yeah. you know, goes for 52. Um, you know, I, I've heard him <clears> – <throat> The, the, the thing that I like best um, about John Moran, just everything that's going on, is that after the game, when they were taking the picture, you know, with the team, if you didn't watch the game, you wouldn't have known who scored 50 points because yeah. everybody yeah, everybody gravitates to him. It's kind of like a yeah. college AAU team, but they're obviously professionals and they're playing, like, at the top right. level right now. 
Yeah, like a, you can tell it's a family. If you can tell right. it's a whole, it's a family over there. Yeah, they got whole, so much love for each other. Definitely. As a whole, Turner Sports, you guys did a great, great job of the whole All Star Weekend. Like you get hats, hats off to you guys. You guys did oh, a great job. That. Yeah, it's a always. Yeah, that's one of the you know premier league events every year, and yeah. um, you know there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of people doing a lot of things, yeah. and um, you know we tried some different things this year, and yeah. you know for the most part I think it went over well, and uh, you know it it was cool, you know it was it was uh, I mean it was cold in Cleveland, which is expected, yeah. but um, you know right. we're still health and safety protocols in place, so it wasn't the same type of All-Star Weekend that you would normally expect. But, right. you know, I still think overall people were pleased. Again, like you said, minus the dunk contest. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, minus that. Um, yeah. and, and, and I'm not going to sit here and just dump on the dunk contest. My man, my man Chuck Milan, he is the greatest dunk coach in the history of the game of basketball. He's coached I don't know how many champions that have won the dunk contest. His latest yeah. is Obi Toppin, who just won. But yeah. if, you, if you go back and look in the archives, and actually Obi jumped over Chuck um, on one of his dunk attempts, if you go back and look through the archives, Chuck has been in <clears throat> damn near every dunk contest at least the last 10, 15 years. Crazy. So shout out to him. Although the, the the dunk contest for the most part wasn't that great, Cole Anthony, yeah. you know, I like that he tried to come out and dunk in the Thames, but them things got heavy. So yeah, uh, yeah. you know that's that's like that's like the Jadakiss line. Tim start feeling like they Nike airs on me. Like right. It wasn't, wasn't Nike airs in that moment. Right. When I first yeah. saw him put them on, first thing I thought about was his ankles because I know when you were, when you wear first Thames, they cut into the top of your ankles. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. I was like, yeah. I hope he don't. Well, he took them right off though, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you, I, I know it was it was a good look, but I would have preferred that he not, you know, broke yeah. out the new ones. Like maybe some joints that he had worn a couple of times because you can't really right. tell the difference, you know, from yeah. that far away. You know, something yeah. that he had been, you know, used to to working in. Definitely. Yeah, I was about to say shout out to Obi Toppin. I got to I got to watch him um, play in college when he, before he went to the NBA. So he definitely put some work on and off the court. Shout out to him, definitely. Yeah. Now I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with his career. Everybody came in and you know thought he was just a, a dunker, and that's it. Didn't have the greatest rookie year, but yeah. it's showing some signs of development. You know, the Knicks have a lot of other things to figure out, but it appears yeah, like yeah, they do. Yeah, they you do. know. Yeah, but it looks like Obi has some has some promise. Um, I thought that that he was similar to Amari Stoudemire, but my basketball contemporaries who know a little bit more than me, they said he's more Kenyon Martin, okay. um, Kenyon Martin Senior. So I mean, but but yeah. we'll see. You know, he he has a lot of potential. Um, looking forward to seeing what happens in the rest of his career. Definitely. Um, what do you think about this New York COVID protocol? It's supposed to be supposed to be changing. Now apparently Kyrie can come into the building but can't step on the floor to play. That doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. before, a opposing player could come in and play, but he couldn't. But now he can come into the building but can't get on the floor. Like yeah. I'm like, this is like I'm like, what the hell is going? On? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't understand it. I don't. It it doesn't make sense. It's the whole you know public versus private as far as you know who you're employed right. by. Yeah, I mean, which is like, I mean, it's it's crazy. Um, but I mean, the biggest thing to me is that visiting players, if they're not vaccinated, they're allowed to play. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so now, that's, yeah, yeah that's, that's the craziest part of the rule to me. That So it's like, okay, if, if you're going to do it the right way, just make it universal. If you're not yeah. vaccinated, you can't play in that right. jurisdiction. Right. Yeah. Crazy. But, yeah, they did. The Harden and Ben Simmons saga came to an end in a new beginning. I mean, now the Nets have Ben Simmons representing to see how he plays. I don't think he's going to play this next week against the Sixers. I don't think he is. I don't think they're going to put him out there. That's not, I, don't think, I don't think they are. I don't, he might make a reversal, but, like, I'm ready. Like, I'm going to get it over with. I'm going to show them what I can do. They know what I can do. He might make it personal and play, but right now, I don't know. I don't know. I would be, I would be surprised to see him on the floor in Philadelphia this early. So, I mean, if, if, if he shows up on the court, that's great for the game. It would be, yeah. you know, great for people to discuss. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would be surprised if he shows up on the floor in a net right. uniform in Philly. Yeah, I'd be surprised too. But that if they do get all three of them back, him, Kyrie, oh, my God, and KD together, that team is going to be dangerous. And they got Seth, yeah. Curry. They got Seth Curry now lighting up, lighting up threes, I mean, from the corner everywhere. It's, it's, going, to be, <laughs> it's going to be dangerous. We got to see them all together, though. That's the thing. But what the, the bad thing about it is, in their last 18 games, they've only won three of those games. And, you know, they've had losing streaks and double digits. And, and usually, you know, from the stats that I've seen, there's not been a team that's won a championship that's had that many consecutive losses. Right. So, you know, rules are meant to be broken, you know, and, and we've seen all types of records broken. Um, but that team, fully, you know, fully healthy, fully constructed, yeah. They are dangerous on paper. Now, chemistry right. and all that, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah. you know, people were talking about James Harden and the Sixers. Now, they did well on that trade. I like those two pieces together. Embiid, yeah. he's, one of, he's on the list of – he's in my rotation, I should say, as far as my favorite players. Right. Um, James Harden, the pick and roll so far has looked great, although the wins have come against an average New York team and a young T-Wolves team. So we'll see what happens right. against better competition. But to circle back to what I was saying – Every team won the trade, but I feel like the Brooklyn Nets maybe have a slight edge because they added so much depth to their team, and they added shooting. Yeah. If, they, if they have an opportunity to get Joe Harris back, who's been out all season with the ankle injury, if, yeah. they, if he possibly could make a return, you have him along with Seth Curry, who's been oh, yeah. you know, a, a amazing early, the depth with Patty Mills. Uh, the Kyrie yeah. situation, if that gets figured out. We know KD, he's a walking bucket. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and if they can get anything out of Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, they have plenty of depth right. there to make a run in the postseason. Right. Yeah, you got KD bringing the ball up, Kyrie right beside him. You got Seth Curry and Joe Harris on the on the left and the right. That's going to be <laughs> what you going to do. Like, yeah. yeah, that's going to be crazy. I mean, yeah. it, it's crazy. The word the word I, I receive from a lot of GMs in in the NBA is that. Um, you know, Brooklyn is going to be dangerous. However, there are a lot of people relieved that they didn't have to worry about seeing Harden, Kyrie, and KD on the same team. Because yeah. through yeah. the league, you can say what you want, but that might be, I mean, and we'll never know now, but the most yeah. dangerous offensive trio in NBA history. I mean, they didn't even play 20 games together, which is sad. We didn't get to right. see that team's full potential. Right. Um, but just, man, that. That would have been awesome to see all three of them healthy together and to see what they could do. 
Definitely. Like you said, on paper, is a different thing. On the court, is different. Right. And, uh, for example, with the Lakers this year, they seven games under 500. I mean, they had injuries, but they still had two of the big three mainly all season, and he's still going on losing streaks. Mainly when, yeah. when LeBron is out, they mainly suffer, but they shouldn't have been that bad with at least two of the big three. But I, Well, it, it, it's a bad fit as far as what we've seen, you know, when you have, you know, Russell, who is dynamite, explosive, always plays the hardest on the floor. You never question his intensity, right. his, his, you know, want to go play the game hard. But it's just as far as the basketball combination, having those three yeah. together, it just hasn't mixed <clears throat> on the floor. But um, yeah. it's, not, it's not all West Bruce fault. Everybody wants to point the figure at him. But you have to look at Anthony Davis, his inability to stay healthy. He's had a number of injuries that have kept him out. You yeah. know, LeBron's been, been, you know, you can't – for a dude that is – you know, pushing 40 right now and, you know, can still go out and give you 30-plus a night, six, seven assists, eight rebounds, what have you, um, this is this feels like a wasted season for him because he is clearly playing uh, yeah. at the top of his game, and, and that's rare. You know, I, I overheard a little bit of the conversation just from him and Michael Jordan, which was a, one of the best moments I've ever seen in basketball over yeah. the uh, All-Star for weekend. Sure. Right. And, and apparently – well, allegedly, MJ said something along the lines of, man, what are you doing to still be playing at this level? You've been doing this for too long. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, he, M, M, M wanted to know the secrets. Right. So, um, but, no, nah, that was a real cool moment. But, yeah, the, the Lakers look bad. I mean, at this point, yeah. I don't even know if they're going to make it into the play-in. Just, that's, that's how bad it looks for them. Yeah, because 700, even they play 500, the danger of falling out. I mean, we look at the Trailblazers. They're, they're playing better without – <laughs> yeah, Dan, I mean, yeah, every time yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the, Pel- the Pelicans with, with CJ, he's been a great yes. fit. So, yeah, I, hey, your guess is as good as mine with the Lakers. There were a lot of doubters in the offseason. Yeah, this team is old. Um, yeah. And it, 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 apparently the doubters have been right so far because Lakers is they and it's, I don't want to point the finger at Coach Vogel because he's done, right. you know, amazing. They won a championship. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. He's already proven that he's been coaching his league. He's done it at a high level for a long time, took the Pacers team to, you know, all those playoff series, and, and they won. They competed with the Miami Heat and the Heatles. So right. it's, it, it, there's plenty of blame to go around. I just don't think it should be on one individual person. Right, definitely. Yeah, I only know if this – I mean, if they, they make the play now where they're seated, they, they got to play. They got to win twice. Then their, goal, their prize is to play with the Suns or the Warriors. At this, yeah. at this junction, at this or the, point, yeah. Or the, or the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are half game right. back for the board. They go, right. It's not looking good right now for the Lakers. Yeah, it's not, well, it's not looking good for the Lakers. You have to also wonder what's going on with Golden State. So I yeah, mean, they're, they're, yeah, they struggle a little bit. Yeah, they're, they're two and six in the last eight. Obviously, Draymond not playing plays a, a huge factor, you know, in yeah. their ability to to win games. And you know, Steph is going to be Steph, right. but. You know, they, they have to figure everything else out because that team was on a tear earlier in the season. I, I thought that, you know, right there with the Suns, obviously, but I thought it was going to be between those two teams. And like you said, right. the Grizzlies are right on the heels of Golden yes. State. Yes, they are. <laughs> and, and yes. you know, like, like, like Josh says, they want all the smoke. They're climbing up the chimney. They want all the smoke. It doesn't matter who you right. are. Right. <laughs> so, right. Um, and, and they've had – the Grizzlies have had success against all the top – four teams in each conference. So they, yes. they've, they've won 
in Golden State. They've won in Utah. They've won yeah. in Phoenix. So, I mean, again, this Grizzlies team, people need to start taking them serious if they're not already. Yeah, like you said earlier, the team gravitates around him, to him. I mean, he's fearless on the court, and they feed off that. He's trying to dunk on anybody. We see right. him miss a couple, and he caught a body the other night. So, we, yeah. you know, he, whoever's on the court, he's, he's going to <laughs> get out of his way. No one get in his. Like, it's crazy. Like, nah, he's fearless. <laughs> and, and as far as him not being afraid, I love that about him. Cause yeah. Eddie, and, and, again, Steph Curry, one of my favorite players, and everybody started falling in love with the jumper, which is nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with, with being a shooter. However, right. seeing Ja this season, he's placed an emphasis on attacking the basket. You know, that 52-point game, 36 right. of those points were in the paint. Right. You know, like. <laughs> he, he, leads, he leads the NBA in points in the paint scored. Giannis is second, so that shows you what type of category he's in. He's, he's the only little dude, you know, that's, that's in, you know, the top ten as far as getting points in the basket. Right. Yeah, and I can't wait for these playoffs. This is going to be good. This is going to be crazy. Yeah, because <clears throat> there's a lot of parity this year. You know, you, yes. we've seen in the past that we had that stretch where it was Warriors and, yeah. and Cavs for the longest, and we pretty much knew who the finals were going to be. You know, you go yes. back in the day – you know, the Spurs and the Heat, and then you had the Lakers run. Like, yeah. now we really don't know because there's so much parity through the league, so many good teams. You know, it was the Western Conference that dominated. Now you look at the East, and they have so many teams. Yeah. Um, this, this is one of those times to where I'm actually excited to be a basketball <laughs> fan and, and really not know what's going to happen. Definitely. Got to say shout out to DeMar DeRozan real quick. He had it with six oh, no games, question. six games, three, five plus. Crazy. Almost called Jordan. It's crazy. Yeah. He's been well, I mean, balling over there. I mean, number one, he, he when, whenever you can surpass Wilt Chamberlain in yeah. any record, Wilt <laughs> right. Chamberlain, number one, and this is and, and we're, we're recording this on March 2nd, yeah. and 60 years ago, Wilt scored 100 points. So shout out to the Big Dipper. Will still holds over 70 NBA records. Just, just think about Sheesh. that for a second. Over, has the career mark for most points in the game, 100. Yeah. Most rebounds in the game with 55. Those are just a couple just to think about. Will never fouled out of the game. All right. That's crazy. That, uh, enough love for Will. Let's come back to DeMar DeRozan. So prior to the All-Star break, he had seven consecutive games scoring 35 or more, shooting over 50%. That's the past of record that Will Chamberlain had. Yeah. So, and he, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Mid range, mid range, mid range. Mid range, right, right. <laughs> Crazy. So, no, the, the Mar has, you know, and, and it's tough with Chicago because that team is so heavy offensively. The Slash yeah. Brothers, as I call them. Yeah. You got, you got DeMar DeRozan, you got Zach Levine, two all stars can get yeah. the bucket, can score at all three levels. But right. then when you lose Caruso and you lose Lonzo, who are your best perimeter defenders, right. that's really taking the toll. So the Chicago team, you know, you have to tip your cap to Billy Donovan and the staff yes. and, and DeMar especially because they still have remained the top three seed in the East throughout yes. those injuries, health and safety protocol. They are right there. You yes, know? they are. Um, you know, I, I'm a little worried because they are 0-8 against the top teams in the league, whether you're talking about, you know, Phoenix, um, Let's see, Phoenix, Golden State, yeah. and uh, they have a losing record against Brooklyn, and they got swept by the Heat. So, so you have to worry about that, although they weren't at full strength in all those games, especially right. the last game against the Miami Heat, you know, playing in Miami without 
having, you know, Lonzo there, Caruso there. So, um, so yeah, there's, there's a – I like the Bulls. And, again, DeMar needs to be in the MVP conversation for people that are casual basketball fans because he's had an outstanding year. Yes, he has. And um, you were able to do something special uh, recently. You were able to gift Shaq with his McDonald's jacket. You yeah. Were able to give, you, you were able to give a person and get himself anything and one thing he couldn't get. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's good looking on your part, bro. Man, listen, let, let me tell you something. <laughs> um, I've been knowing Shaq for a really long time. We have right. a mutual friend in, in Dallas that, that he grew up with, and, you know, we've been connected. Um, when I got on at Turner, I remember him telling me the story about the McDonald's All-American game. He was a late right. edition in 1989. Nobody really knew who he was. He showed up. Yeah. Dick Vitale, you know, famously asked him, and, and what's your name? You know, and Shaq told him, he was like, you'll find out who I am tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, fast forward, he ends up, you know, making the biggest play of the game, a big dude, seven foot, taking it coast to coast, yeah. dunking the basketball, MVP secured. Um, but since he was a late addition, he didn't get the full uh, package of gifts right. that all the rest of the All-Americans got. Right. So, so Big had told me that story years ago, and, and I have connections with McDonald's, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to get that jacket for him. I don't know when I'm going to do it, but right. we're going to figure it out. So um, 2019 passed, and I was like, man, that would have been a good time because that would have been the 30th anniversary, but then COVID hit. So right. I was like, oh, man, but uh, there was an right. opportunity. There was a speaking engagement he was doing in Dallas, and, you know, my father is really in tune with everything going on with this event. So right. I was like, you know what, Dad, this is what we should do. So we, this has been in the works for a couple of years, and then, okay. you know, once, once we found out he was booked for this event right. back in the fall, I said, Dad, this is what we should do. We figured it out. We got a task force together. He had his responsibility. I had my responsibility. We had a couple of others working with it. Right. And, um, you know, we, we made it happen, you know. Yeah, did a great job. Great job. Great gesture, man. Definitely. Yeah, no, no I, I had to do it. Like, it was one of those things that, like, I was like, this is my man's. Big has yeah. looked out for me uh, right. in a lot of different ways. He's, had, he's always had my back. He's put cash in my pocket. Right. He vouched for me. And I was like, man, this is the, the least that I could do. So, um, jacked him for one of his suits and, and made sure <laughs> that um, you know we got the right size. I I couldn't right. I couldn't have him up there with a, a medium jacket. So right. we, we maybe we maybe we maybe could have made it a little bit bigger, but it fit perfect yeah. on him and and right. he loved it and it brought it literally brought a tear to his eye. So that was That's a cool moment. Up. That's what's up, man. That is what's up, bro, man. Thank you for your time. Always a pleasure. Thank you for joining me again. Appreciate your time. All good, all good. Keep doing your thing. I appreciate you for reaching out, and, you know, we'll talk again soon. Definitely. Enjoy the rest of your day. All good. Respect and salute. Yes, sir. Yes, that was Emmy Award-winning NBA TV host, Ro Paris. Thanks for joining me. Catch you next time.